Welcome to Savage. I'm your host, Kelsey Kenry, CEO, wife, and mom of three. This is where you find the aligned strategy and mindset shifts to unleash your power, unlock your freedom, and step into your full potential as a CEO. Every episode is full of tough love and hard truths with a side of tactical guidance to expand your success. You ready? Let's do the damn thing. I guess the question here for you becomes, you know, how is the lack of self-worth actually showing up in your life? Welcome to the Cornercast. My name is Kelsey Kenry, and I help professional women become fulfilled, earn more money, and discover themselves so that they can succeed without sacrificing their mental or physical health. On this show, We'll talk about how to achieve work-life balance, become more organized and productive, so you can stop living your life on autopilot. Welcome, and thank you for being here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Corner Cast, and I'm pumped I feel like I'm always pumped. Maybe not always, but the majority of the time, the things that I talk about are so relevant in what's happening in your life and my own life that I just get excited because I know that it's going to help somebody or maybe it's something that I've been through that's helped me or all of the above. So today we're talking about something that each of us as a high achieving woman has felt and gone through and is possibly currently going through. And that is proving your worth, right? So we have this idea of our worth being X, Y, and Z. So these are the things that make me worthy. And the more work that I'm doing on myself and the more work that I'm doing with clients, the more I realize that we are so disconnected with the fact that we are valuable and worthy regardless of where we are. And the more we can focus on how valuable and worthy we are now, the more those things that we feel like we need to be valuable and worthy either don't matter anymore or They just start happening authentically and organically versus us trying to force them. But a lot of time, like we have this in our society and our culture, which is finally, I think, shifting and changing. But there's so much that's just like being a woman that wants to achieve, being either an entrepreneurial woman or somebody who is very career driven. So much of that drive for a lot of the women that I am working with or talking to is brought on by a couple different things. It's brought on by our parents and what they did and what we were shown as children as far as what we needed to do to be to be loved and to feel worthy. So there's that piece that some of us may or may not have unlocked. 
And then there's also the piece of just more women in the workplace and us starting to really stand our ground and being surrounded by a lot of men and feeling almost inferior to men, which we know as women that we are the superior sex. We are smarter, we are better looking, and we are just all around better. So proving our worth is like a trap that we fall into though, because it's like the imposter syndrome driven person living inside us is like, who am I to be here? Okay, I don't want to listen to that voice. So let me just show up. Let me be the hardest worker in the room. Let me show everybody what I can do. That way, nobody doubts me or nobody thinks I'm less than or whatever these assumptions that we have about what other people will think. So we're constantly like chasing this expectation that's probably not real that we think other people are holding upon us. Like, oh, if I do this, if I finish this project or If I make this amount of money, then I'll be worthy. Then they'll respect me, right? So when we're talking about just worth, right? The word worth as a noun, it means the inherent value of something based on the qualities of excellence, usefulness, or importance. Okay, let me read it again. So it means the inherent value of something based on the qualities of excellence, usefulness, or importance. So the worth of something or someone is based on their qualities of excellence, usefulness, or importance. That's how we're viewing it. So here's the interesting thing about that is much like perfection, right? Who is choosing what excellence is, who is choosing what usefulness looks like, who is saying what is and isn't important, where are the standards coming from? And so then we're kind of going back to what I said a few minutes ago about a lot of that is rooted in us as children, right? To where we wanted to be whoever we needed to be for our parents to love us. And our caretakers or whoever was in your household. And depending on how those people reacted to us, you know, and and the different scenarios that we were raised in, a lot of it flows from that to where it's if, if you felt as a child that you were abandoned and all the things that you did were not getting the attention or the love that you were seeking, then it's easy to carry that into adulthood. So I just think it's interesting. And that's why if you've listened to enough of these podcasts, you know that I always love to go to the dictionary and like pull out the actual definition and then like question it or apply what I think, like, what does that actually mean? And so it's no different here. I just can't help but read the definition of worth and the first and have these questions of, okay, well, who is setting the standard? Where are these thoughts coming from? And I said, like I said, I think a lot of them are rooted in our childhood. And then, of course, where we are now. But so much of it, we make worse. And we have to take ownership of that. Because if we don't think that we're important, if we don't think that we're useful, if we don't think that we are excellent, then nobody else will. 
So we're like chasing something, wanting all the external validation, wanting everybody to tell us that we're useful, important, excellent, amazing, great, but we don't feel that way about ourselves. It is the opposite. We have to feel that way first. And when we feel that way about ourselves, it is represented in other areas of our lives. So as to the definition of self-worth, so self-worth, self-esteem, this is confidence in one's own worth or abilities, also known as self-respect. I love that respect was put in with this definition because respect is one of my greatest values. And I just think that it's so interesting because... So in order to feel worthy, in order to have self-respect, self-esteem, self-worth, it is only, the only requirement for that is to have confidence in it, in ourself. Notice that it doesn't, our self-worth is not dependent on other people, like obviously, right? So we know this, like logically, rationally, whatever, But then we still put ourselves in the position of thinking that we need somebody else to tell us that we're worthy, whether that's the person that we're in a relationship with, whether that's a boss, whether that's a coworker. And in reality, it's us that needs to tell it to ourselves. So there is no amount of money that is going to make you feel worthy There is no amount of external validation that is going to make you feel worthy. If you don't feel worthy and you're not confident in your worthiness, and if you are not respectful to yourself, then all this work that you're doing trying to prove your your worth to other people is completely pointless. In my own life, I didn't think that I deserved much if anything at all. And so I see this a lot of times in people, especially in careers and relationships, people just take whatever they can get. And that was me. You know, it was just like whatever came along, whoever would hire me or whoever would pretend they liked me or say they liked me. It was just like, okay, well, that's good enough for now, I guess. Because I was not confident in my own abilities and could not see the potential that I had for growth, for love, for any of that. Because I didn't feel worthy of actually receiving that. Because when we actually feel worthy, when I built my own confidence and worked with people to help get me to this place, it was like, okay, I am deserving Because, and it was just like, it was so, it became so rooted in me that I didn't have to think twice about, you know, whether or not I was valuable enough for something. If you notice that you are unfulfilled in your career or in a relationship or you're lacking freedom or, you know, you're running into the same problems over and over again, you have to think about How much are you respecting yourself? How much are you taking ownership for being in that situation? 
because you're just taking what you think you should. Like so many people are working in like the nine to five world or I mean, beyond that, everybody's working too many hours and being overworked and unfulfilled, obviously. And how much of that is happening just because we feel like it's what we should do versus us actually making choices based on what we want. So if you're not feeling like you're worth making more money for all the hard work you're putting in, then you won't. If you're not feeling worth having somebody that is supportive at home and helping you around the house, then you won't. And like, that's how a lack of of self-worth and self-esteem really shows up in your life is you're in the position to where you're just taking whatever you can get. You're not basing anything off what you actually want, what feels best to you, what you value. It's just like, oh, well, this person says they love me, even though they treat me like shit. This job is stable and is giving me a paycheck, even though I don't like it. You're worth more than that. You have to believe that you're worth having a career and a relationship that feels good. I guess the question here for you becomes, you know, how is the lack of self-worth actually showing up in your life? And it's interesting because I have one client who I love her so much. She is so driven and such a, a high performer and a high achiever. And I think it's, it's necessary to mention that sometimes a lack of self-worth actually goes into us pushing ourselves further in one area. So she has essentially taken every, every part of her being and thrown it into her career to where she makes great money and she feels like absolute shit. So she knows and she's confident in her abilities at work and the work that she's able to do, but she's not confident in being able to make the best choice that she wants for her higher self and her future self right now. So when you're when you're lacking self-worth, it's easy to almost distract yourself from that feeling and just put everything, all your eggs in one basket and just drive in that area and succeed and succeed and succeed and make more money and, and climb a ladder, start your own business and, and have that income, you know, flowing to where it's like, yes, I'm being rewarded. I'm being rewarded. And so then you continue to seek that. And then what happens if you have a bad financial month or what happens if you don't, don't sign that deal that you're working so hard on? Then it's like your whole world comes crashing down because you've placed all your worth in what you're able to produce. So when you have low self-esteem, you have low standards, except when you've chosen to forget about who you are and connecting with what you actually need and driven yourself to where you're so detached that all you're doing is performing in one area. You don't get better as far as building the life that you want 
because you don't believe that you deserve it. You have to believe that you deserve it first. You have to believe that you can make a shit ton of money and also be happy. Otherwise, you're going to be so focused on making a shit ton of money that it's easy to forego your happiness because you don't believe you can have both. That's how you become off balance. So what happens when you, when you don't value yourself? You don't get happiness. You don't get the fulfillment that you want. There's no peace. I can't tell you how many clients have come to me and just said, I just want to feel at peace. I just want to be able to sit still without feeling guilty or feeling like I need to produce constantly tied to my email inbox. When you don't value yourself, you're not living. You're not living in alignment with your values because you're not valuing yourself at all. When you don't feel worthy, you constantly question everything that you're doing because you're just not sure if you're right and you're not sure what somebody else is going to think. And by doing that, you continue to devalue your relationship with yourself. How can we rebuild trust with ourselves if we're constantly questioning everything that we do? Think about in a relationship outside of you. How do you build trust with yourself? How do you build trust with someone else? You show up for them consistently. You're reliable. You follow through with your word. Your words match your actions. Think of your relationship with yourself more like your relationship with other people. How do you want to be treated? Treat yourself how you treat other people. How do you want other people to treat you? Are you modeling that behavior for yourself? Do you want people to be respectful of you and think that you're amazing, but you don't think you're amazing? Unrealistic expectation. We know that we have to feel worthy. We know that really, I guess the most simple way that I could put it is that feeling worthy and feeling valuable is required for success, true success. Because a lot of times, just on the word of success itself, we think money. And money is amazing. And money provides amazing things. And we can give back. And we can do amazing things when we, when we make a lot of money, right? But true success just isn't, just isn't about money. Because if you make a million dollars and you hate yourself, then who cares? But think about that money. What would change with that money if you loved yourself? Your whole world changes. Success is not just financial fulfillment. Success is fulfillment of your highest self. You have to have confidence to reach that success. You have to have respect for yourself to have healthy relationships, which is a part of life success. When you value yourself, 
you are treated with respect because you're respecting yourself. You have more confidence in yourself, which shows up in every path of your life. The great thing about what I do is I get to be the person that holds a belief in you before you hold it in yourself. And so sometimes we're afraid of taking steps because we don't feel confident and able to take that step yet. And so sometimes when you have the person to give you the nudge and say, take the step, I believe you, I'm here with you, and you take it, and then you recognize that now you're more confident because you took it and you understand what it feels like now, that's your building blocks. When you have confidence in yourself, that means you start showing up for yourself more. And when you start showing up for yourself more, you start to respect yourself more because you're rebuilding that relationship with you. There's less fear in your life. There's less feeling like something's missing. There are so many clients that I work with that are financially successful, but feel like something is missing. It's not a way to live. Like what's missing? What's missing is your fulfillment. When you feel worthy, there's less feelings of fear or lack or like something's missing because you know what you deserve. And you go after what you deserve. It's not, it's not, you don't question it anymore. It's like, this is a thing that I need for myself. That's going to bring me fulfillment and happiness. And so this is what I'm doing. Not, can I do that? All of this creates more abundance in your life. There's more happiness. There's more gratitude. You feel more grounded. Because you're not reaching outside of you constantly trying to get some sort of validation or some sort of, okay, well, who's going to tell me I'm great today? You don't need that because it's you. When you feel worthy, your outside is representative of the inside. So not only are you able to ask and get what you need financially and otherwise, You feel power in being able to do that. You feel like it's not an option for you. When you recognize I'm working my ass off and I'm not getting paid enough and I'm worth more than this, then you ask for the raise. Or you build your own business to where you get to be your own boss. But you have to be confident and you have to believe that you're worth asking for, which is why all of this comes back to your worth. You don't have to prove your worth to anybody except yourself. You have to wholeheartedly believe that you are worthy as you are in order to build anything. So how do we build our self-worth? First, we have to set healthy boundaries. We have to say no. So often we think that boundaries create a disconnect But boundaries actually create respect. And when people respect us, we can have a healthier relationship, which brings more success. So we have to set healthy boundaries. We have to learn to say no. The second thing is bringing awareness to our thoughts. Everything that pops into our head is not a fact. 
understand that we get stories from our childhood and many other experiences that we've been through. So stop accepting anything that pops into your head is that's what it is. Start questioning those things. Write new stories. When you're aware of, oh, when I want to speak up or when I want to ask for that or when I want to take that step and there's the thought of fear or scarcity or whatever it is, question it. The third thing is think about a time where you felt confident. So confidence and self-worth are absolutely rooted together and act as if, right? We've all heard fake it till you make it. So everything that we do requires underlying work and physical action. But sometimes these two things have to overlap. What I mean by that is if you felt confident every day when you were wearing a red shirt is start wearing the red shirt again. Do what you need to feel confident as often as possible. The fourth thing is moving your body to create empowerment Y'all, I don't like getting up at 5 a.m. I've said this so many times. I do not like getting up at 5 a.m. I get up at 5 a.m. because I have to, because that is what future me needs. Future me 80 years from now. Future me this afternoon. That's what I need. That's what I need to show up as a coach, as a mom, as a wife, everything. I have to show up for myself first. It feels powerful when we move, when we do something hard. When I do a Peloton ride this morning, I did a 60-minute ride, and I do not like long rides, but I did it. Literally the last 15 minutes, I was like, this is awful, but I just did it because I knew at the end of it, I was going to feel proud. It's Moving our bodies is such an easy way to show ourselves that we can do something hard. And if we do that repeatedly, it flows into a lot of other areas. And then the last thing, to build your self-worth, you have to know yourself. We are in a culture and a society to where it is built in, in our world, to detach. Everything that we do, we're being pulled to do something else. As I am recording this right now, both of my children have woken up from their naps. Cameron is yelling in his room to his sister, and my phone's gone off at least 20 times. But I'm still here with you right now. You have to know yourself, and if you don't know yourself, then you live in this constant state of detachment to where you're just running from one task to the next. This is so common when we are high-achieving, successful women. Because we want to make sure that everybody knows we're the best and we can do all the things, we can juggle all the tasks, and we can work and take care of the house and take care of kids or whatever that looks like for you. But the truth is, is that everything you add onto your plate is an opportunity to disconnect from you. And so if you don't have things on your plate to where you can reconnect with yourself, you're setting yourself up to fail to where all of your worth is based upon 
how well you take care of your house, how much money you're making, how well you're showing up for other people. And if you struggle to even think about like, how do I even create that space? Like, what does that look like? I don't even know where to start. That is exactly what we do in my coaching. We take what you've built with your success and we optimize everything in your life so you can actually feel successful and create more success. Whether that looks like you building your own business, whether that looks like you climbing where you are and making that situation more manageable, but you have to be connected with you in order to know what those steps are. So don't hesitate to reach out to me. Y'all know I always answer my messages and I'm always willing to have a conversation with you. I hope this is helpful for you and building your self-worth. I hope you know that you don't have to prove your worth to anybody and that you're worthy as you are right now. And I'm always here to connect and talk through whatever you need. So I will talk to you guys next week. And I can't believe we are less than 20 days out from Christmas. This is crazy. 2020 is almost done. How do you want to finish? I just want to take a quick second to share some really exciting news with you. I've been waiting to talk about this, and so (laughs) I'm really excited, but my new group coaching program, the Freedom Collective, is officially open. So I know that you start your week with good intentions to move your body and get time for yourself, but then a day or two in, you're glued to your work and just pushing yourself to the back burner. I know you're doing it all, and you can't really see how there could be another way how you could take some of the roles and the responsibilities off your list without disappointing somebody around you. You're feeling really stuck on a hamster wheel. You're living on autopilot. You're basically just running in circles, but not getting to the place that you want to be. And you're buried in your day-to-day so much that you have no idea what steps to take to get out of the overwhelm. It's just that stuck feeling. Your to-do lists are continuing to grow, but never getting accomplished, which is leaving you feeling really unorganized and really unproductive. So I created the Freedom Collective for you, and this is for you if you want to follow through with the things you say you're going to do for yourself, like actually start the morning routine, be consistent with moving your body, And just do what you say you're going to do. If you want to get organized and you want to be productive with the time that you do have without feeling like you need to be 10 places at once in order to get everything done, this is the place for you. If you want to have time for yourself instead of living on autopilot without feeling guilty for actually taking care of yourself, this is where you need to be. If you want to be confident and actually ask for what you need without worrying about what others think, the Freedom Collective is for you. In the Freedom Collective, we're going to discuss where you are currently and where you want to be, 
We're going to actually lay out a plan of action that gets you to your goal. We go through a self-discovery process that allows you to stop questioning your decisions and show up confidently. Beyond that, we're going to dive into your habits, your routines, and your schedule, so that way we can make small shifts that ripple into a big impact. These are easily implementable changes that get you closer to your goals and taking care of yourself. Along the way, we're also going to identify any obstacles that could detour you from your goals. Anything that pops up, we get to handle. Anything that brings you away from the fulfillment and the alignment that you deserve, we're going to look at all of it. We're going to look at things like your fears and any shame that could potentially hold you back. And then we reflect back on your wins and discuss what's necessary to actually maintain the momentum that you've built instead of just fizzling out. If you want this opportunity and you know that you've been waiting for this sign and you've been waiting for the right time, the right time is right now. I only have 10 spots for this program and some have already been reserved. So if you want a spot, you can head into the show notes, click on Freedom Collective, and there you'll see more about the program and you can fill out your application. I can't wait for you to finally join me in my best group coaching program ever. Always remember, see you, I hear you, I understand you, I've been there, I get it, I'm here. I'll talk to you guys soon. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on. This guidance, along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women, allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO Power Hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation, and it's free. The link is in the show notes, so I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.